The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of The Juice. I'm your host, Solomon Giorgio, comedian, writer, and the most notorious graduate of Barbizon Modeling School. Today's guest is a comedian, actor, writer, and fellow podcaster. You know him from Netflix's Big Dumb Animal, Marvel's Agent Carter, and as a cast member of Mad TV. Let's give the biggest and the juiciest welcome to Matt Bronger. Hi, Matt. Hi, buddy. This is the take two version. I'm glad to have you back. It is. It is. And I appreciate you having me back. Now there's an unreleased version that that we have in our heart. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For those listening, my internet uh, crapped a bit about 15 minutes into us recording and we had to reschedule because it it would not come on. It's fine. Yeah. So. Today's a better day. It is. And I get to see you twice in a week. And you know what? That's a gift for me. Solomon, I'm a hard man to love, and I appreciate <laughs> That's you. That's absolutely appreciate not true. You sticking that is around. A, that is a lie filled with <laughs> falsehoods and fallacies. <laughs> you are a very, very likable person. I have seen it in practice. Thank you. But I'm happy you're back. Like this is a this is my podcast about gossip, and I think I, I'm like the great right after you in in comedy school. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did that tracks. Yeah, yeah. You were the part of the Chicago wave that came right before I started, and mm-hmm. was also kind of like literally the birth of the alt scene that like I got to survive in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, because it was that thing of, of we had this little, oh, they, they're from mm-hmm. the Bay. Oh, they're from Seattle. Yeah. Now you don't have to go yeah. to LA or New York necessarily. No. It was like, and nor that we have <laughs> yeah. to, but we were like, uh, it's the best thing I can think of. So here we go. Yeah, like there's a city you start in and there's your secondary city and then there's, then you eventually moved to LA or New York. That was always mm-hmm. the rule. Like we truly had no option but to start at comedy clubs, even though we didn't, <laughs> even though they were not the best places. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, the art thing in Chicago was like the one comedy club near yeah. us, uh, that area of Chicago, like wouldn't let us on stage. So we were like, all right, let's just play bars. And then that's yeah. what everyone has been doing ever since. And we yeah. didn't start that at all, but that's what all the scenes did. I'm sure mm-hmm. you did that, you know, in Seattle. Yeah. The Chicago scene was definitely got there first and we sort of kind of replicated it. I believe it was like the comedians of comedy kind of like got yeah. the whole concept of like, you don't have to be at the comedy club to mm-hmm. to continue doing big shows. And that was like, it honestly probably is a reason why I even have a career at all or like a lot of like any, yeah. a lot of minorities too. Like we would have been like, oh, we have a second place that will book us regularly instead of like once or twice a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, and it also kind of went, you don't have to do anything. Yes. The one thing I do remember about the quote-unquote alt scene, there was the yeah. club scene, which was dominated by Dane Cook and people that were mm-hmm. like Dane Cook and friends with Dane Cook. And then there were 
the alt scene, which was great. But the one thing I remember about, you know, because in everything, there's a hierarchy. Yeah. When you play like the room, which the big room was um, comedy death ray back then, yes. which became comedy bang bang and became a show and all that jazz. But I remember if you <laughs> this and shows like it. If you got on stage without a notepad to look at, <laughs> people were like, ugh. You know, it, it was like, because all of it is, has always been the same since, I believe, the beginning of time. Young people in a scene are always like, oh, what, are you trying? <laughs> ugh. You remember your joke? Really? Uh, yeah. You know? It's cooler to to not remember. They want it off the cuff. They wanted something like they wanted yeah. us to look like we were making shit off the top of our head, which it, rarely that, was the case. That or <laughs> just going like looking down and going, "All right, that didn't work." You know, it's like I still yeah. do that. I still do sets in L.A. and have a pad right by me and yeah. try to try shit out. You know, but it's like if someone doesn't, I'm not like, Ugh, <laughs> I'm gonna go have a smoke in the back. Yeah, it's like professionalism in this fucking economy. <laughs> So you got the time for that? Oh. Like, I feel like our all scene was like really the birth and also died pretty quickly because I think the Portland scene just, just got so much stronger than us. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that's funny. Because you grew up in Portland, uh, Pacific okay. Northwest. What yes. is, like, I, I've never, like, what kind of gossip kind of comes out of a city like Portland? It's funny. Uh, I remember my, my parents and their friends were progressive or beyond, like, to the level of communist. Yes. You know, like, and and then there are people who uh, you know who would live right down the street from you who were not. Yeah. And the odd thing is the progressiveness in the city definitely won. Yeah. Uh, and that the the people that are not kind of moved way out to the the sticks, but there is a huge degree of, and it, I think it's probably much stronger now of people like I will just say loosely out veganizing each other. <laughs> you know, yeah. like oh you did what. You didn't compost? Yeah. Oh, you know what I heard? You know, <laughs> it sounds weird for me to say, uh, hey, white people, be less hard on each other. But I only mean that because I'm saying to the one white person who's hard on the other white person, you're not so fucking great. <laughs> like, you you did all those things. Like, you, you are guilty of some things. Stop the holier-than-thou shit. Definitely call it out. Yeah. But, like, don't act... I mean, so much of it, especially, like, like... Uh, Twitter warfare yeah. is like you just want to make yourself feel better, and I feel well, like, it's like it's, there yeah, was it's, a lot of that. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I I've, I've I've witnessed it many times over, and I've also yeah <laughs> I think it, the internet's definitely amplified it with the whole need to be like I'm more right than you are, and it's like but you yeah. you're not you it's like it's like there's you can't hold a purity test unless you've managed to pass a purity test as right. well. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like but yeah, pro, uh, competitive progressiveness is something I definitely recall, and like I remember watching because that that Portlandia sketch. Where the they would f argue about who read an article before the other. Yes, that is a very real. <laughs> God, dude. I mean, I feel like my mom would almost do that. Where it was like, well, you know, her best friend Susie, like Susie yeah. and I, were talking, and we read this thing. And we talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, and then this, the conversation would go someplace else for a while, and yeah. then she'd go, well, you know, uh, that article. You're like, look, we're we're pa <laughs> we're past there. We're stop. Yeah. Bring it. <laughs> Stop steering the horse down that trail we took already. Yeah, but like also like high school wise, like how was it then? Like, yeah, I, I I think we all we had the same the typical kind of you know gossip you have yeah. in every high school where it's just people kind of like ganging up on each other yeah. in private. I will say this one stands out from when I was I think I was like fourteen 
This is just something I thought of for the yeah. show because it's not exactly gossip, but it's kind it's kind of dish. That's what I'm here but for. But not if you live in Portland necessarily. So <laughs> I grew up with uh, Roger and Andy, who are basically my my gunkles, my gay uncles. And oh. they look like Paddington bears. Like they're adorable. <laughs> and um, they now have since taken, oh, here's a little gossip. They're now in a relationship with a younger man, Ooh. which is pretty common. No, it's very common. A, it's an older it's, couple. I respect yeah. it. It sounds yeah. like the most exhausting thing in the world. So, would yes. anyone who could do it, like 100%. More power to you. adding adding a third in any relationships is like no. I mean, even in a sexual sense, where it's less oh. like a threesome's the dream. I'm like, I, it sounds so tiring. It's tiring, and also, if you make me talk to somebody under the yeah. age of 35, <laughs> I am so discontent. No, <laughs> the, the disconnect is <laughs> insane. Like, and uh, my mom was just like. I think that man is taking advantage of Roger and Andy. Because <laughs> listen, no, they're 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 older now, honey. They're they're in their, you know, late sixties and they have done well. And months later, my mom was like, Well, I've since learned it's it's actually it's very common, you know, and I, and I was like, Yeah, you know, but it, it's just so funny that it's just like my straight mother, mm -hmm. her generation, you know, like my, her sister is you know, back in, in the suburbs of Chicago mm -hmm. with my uncle and they do nothing but golf. Yeah. And, you know, my uncle's very wealthy. So they are, they are in a country club, literally the polar opposite of my, my mother would die before she joined a country club. Yeah. Like, and I remember my improv group in Chicago, like we went and performed there. It's just like, <laughs> Oh, let's see my nephew's yeah. improv, te improv team. And there's one girl on our team, Paula, who is like devastatingly attractive, very beautiful. Yeah. And we're like, we need to, and it's all these women, it's mostly women though, and it's very drunk. And we're like, <laughs> we, we need a suggestion for Paula. And this girl goes, gold digger. <laughs> and so it's like, you know, those, that generation is just like, you're trying to steal my husband's home well, wrecker. Home wrecker. You know? And my mom, my mom's gold digger home wrecker alarm went yeah. off when she heard about that guy. So, well, I didn't even mean to tell that story, but it is yeah. dish. It's great. Oh, so that's fun. I, the one I want to tell you was uh, we were having dinner at Roger and Andy's house mm -hmm. and um, uh, they were talking about their new neighbor who is a stripper and oh. Roger and Andy have a great house in a nice area. Yeah. And for those listening, uh, Portland, Oregon has more strip clubs per capita than yes. any other city. Yes. It's very, there's, there's no real nudity law per in bars. You know, like technically you can just take your pants off in a bar and you, you won't necessarily get arrested. You, you'll get kicked out, but not, sometimes no, you don't, I've seen, you it know, <laughs> depending on the place, but, um, you know, it's pretty lively and wild that way. And some strippers make serious bank like yeah. serious. So she was one of the, you know, biggest acts in town, let's just say yeah. from what I, what I understood, that was years before I ever went in one, but Roger's just talking about, he's like, well, she moved in and she's lovely and she's the nicest person. And, you know, it's, I guess it's part of the occupation. She has to be having all of her tan. So she just lays out in the backyard, yeah. you know, naked as a jaybird. And I'm upstairs, uh -huh. you know, cleaning the bathroom. And she sees me <laughs> and she's like, hi, Roger. And I'm like, oh, hi, sweetie. And I'm like gripping the table so hard. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm, I'm going to chip wood and I'm 14, you know, and I'm just like, Hey Roger, can I come over during the day? And they're like, no, no, you can't Matt. You know, oh, just like, see, I, that's, that's the problem that I would have had. I'm like, you know what? I will let my 14 year old nephew come over to my house, see the I stripper mean, lay around. Me. Look, but, it, but if you did, you better pay her. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, like she would be like, yes. um, where's your father? Because he owes me $20. Yeah. I was like, he's like, have you been just staring out the window all this day? You should go give free. her money. She gets, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, this is her job. You yeah. know? Like that's a level of braveness that I wish I could have. I've like, I feel like you should be able to be fully butt ass naked in your own yeah. property, letting the mm-hmm. sun see you. I remember you t- you told me once about like, I was complimenting yeah. you on being, you know, such a handsome man. And we were talking and you're, and you're like, oh, it's exhausting. And I was kind of like, <laughs> and we were, we got to talking about like group sex and things like that. And you're oh, like, God. you're like, I don't even go because I just, just leave me alone. Leave me alone. It's, it's, so, I used to like, I, when I was in my twenties, I was definitely like, I like, it's cause I'm, I grew up in a, pl- in a space in time in Seattle where I was allowed to have as much group sex as I wanted as a queer man. And God it's, bless. Uh, God look, bless. It, look, I have, I've, I'm like anyone who's into it. I fully support. I just, it's for me, it's such a. It's such a chore. So many penises in the way. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like for me now at this point, it's like one is too many. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's Fair. like, oh, geez, you need, and then just because you have to require so much attention and yeah. it's in the way, mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly. Yeah. But no, I've grown as to be more of a prude as I've gotten older, but not, uh, but not, but I'm still supportive of everyone who wants to freely have sex with whoever they want to in mm-hmm. any format they wish to, as long as everyone is consenting. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, I, you won't get any consent from me. <laughs> right you heard it here for, first, folks. So did you go f- to college in Chicago first? Uh, no, no, not in Chicago. I went to college in um, uh, Purchase, New York, which is right near White Plains. It's about a half an hour north of the Bronx. So, okay. Or, or Manhattan by train. So, um, okay. you know, I would I would uh, go to like St. Mark's Place and hang out there in the village and uh, wander around the city. And we would go party in the city sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, it was this tiny liberal arts college that had great professors, but boy, it felt incredibly isolating. You know, yeah. it was like, it was in Westchester County where the richest of the richest of the rich yeah. live, you know? It's like, it's but it's where, also almost the woods too, isn't it? A hundred percent. And to give yeah. you an idea of the wealth that's there, it's where Nick Kroll is from. So uh. <laughs> talk about someone, silver spoon. Look, look, everyone, yeah. everyone look at, comes from somewhere. <laughs> it's right. And, it, and, and I do love Nick. I just have to I get, I, I just have to bust his chops. Um, Here's the thing. In comedy, uh, starting off wealthy is something that people point out till the end of time. Yes. Because uh, yeah. it's a school of so many people who are not. <laughs> uh, back when I had a podcast and and uh, you were on, you were delightful. Mm-hmm. I had I had uh, Yasser Lester on. Yeah. And we got into a t- thing about this one comic who I won't, I will not say who they are and they're not very well known. But it's one of those things where this person comes from oil money. Like that kind of money where- I might know who the person and, is now. Yeah, but and, I won't and, say yes, that. <laughs> yes. And I'm not judging them. But Yasser's point was, uh, he's like, if you come from money, why would you do this? (laughs) Why would you do this job? This is the stupidest job. <laughs> like, well, I thought that too, but also it's like, it's a terrible, like it's a reflection on us. He's like, why are we doing this? It is yeah, a oh, money 100%. siphon. It is not, it is. Dude. It is it's, probably it, like the longest amount of time I've ever spent not making money in yes, my life. It's, <laughs> if you love anything more than this, do something, do that other thing. Yes. Like, Colin Mockery said that. Like that was oh, his advice to anyone who's asking down. him about comedy. Yeah. Well, anyone who anything. thinks of it as a career leading to like success in this in this business is so arbitrary and not guaranteed at all in any way, shape, yeah. or form. No, the the devastation and the heartbreak yeah. at the near miss is nothing. I, it's something I wish on no one. I just had a conversation recently, and that's uh, it's like when you first start uh, in stand up and uh, the insanity of certain open mics. 
And there's, I feel like there's a level of comedian that you will only see uh, when you do open mics when you first start that you will never see again. And they are truly some of the craziest acts I've ever seen in my entire life that I yes. wish. Um, for example, like we had this one guy called The Commander. Uh, and he, yes. all of his sets were to be continued from his last set. <laughs> yes. And he wear a different uh, wig every time. It could be a mop sometimes. And it was, it was one of those things where I'm like, no one will ever see this except for this specific group of people in this specific time. <laughs> and it's the craziest thing you'll ever see. Yeah. Was there like, who's like, what is the wildest like open mic person that you were called? Oh, I, I will say it's been talked about a lot, but it, it is what made us mm-hmm. uh, good. Yeah. Every comic you know from like my generation w- came out of this uh, open mic called uh, the Lions Den. Yeah, and there was a there was a, a bar uh, called the Lions Den. It's now gone, but that open mic you would if you went if you got there between before I want to say six or six thirty, and you put your name on the list, you were up. Yeah. So and then they ring a bell and it was over. And so it would be like 30, 40 acts. It was yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. Everyone, you only did five, uh, but uh, you know we worship Dwayne Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, if folks, if you don't know who Dwayne Kennedy is, Google it and you should. Uh, yes. thank me later. He's but he was like he was like our Elvis or our James, yeah. James Brown. Like he was that thing where like I'll never be as good as that. So that's freeing. This is awesome. Kyle, Kumail, Hannibal, Pete Holmes, John Roy. You know the list goes on and on. We all came out of that that thing and you never know who knew who was going to show up like uh george carlin came by once uh, uh you know yes. uh doug stanhope and then there were there was a guy who would just eat vhs tapes he was like <laughs> a small uh japanese man and he would get on stage and he wouldn't say anything and he would just break the tape up and start eating it and then there was a there was a woman who was there's one guy uh, I I won't I won't I won't say his name. Yeah. He's a friend of mine. But just in case that this woman yeah. is still obsessed, but she uh, was so fixated on him, and I feel bad because back then I would yeah. I was a little wilder and shit, and I'd be like, so listen, man, you fucked her, right? And he'd be like, no, and I'm like, come on, man, you don't have to lie to me, you yeah. know, because she would pull the craziest shit. You wouldn't hear from her forever. And then wow. she'd one night show up maybe like in disguise. And stalking is not funny. No. But this this is one example. This is when I learned of her existence. Yeah. They called her stage name and she goes on stage and, and sits and pulls a full uh blown up photograph of this male of this comedian. What? From his high school yearbook. What? Puts it on the seat next to her and goes, you oh. know, you can ignore me. And he's in the room. She, oh, my God. You can ignore me, but I think you know we're destined for each other. And from the back of the room, he just starts going, fuck you. Fuck you. Get out of my life. Leave me alone. And I didn't know that this wasn't an act. Oh. And, I, and I'm at the back going, this is awesome. I remember just being like, this is because it's like you don't yeah, expect you don't know what's going on as a comedy. You don't show. expect theater. What yeah. a great, like incredible moment. I was like, oh my God, they, this is staged and everyone thinks it's real. You guys are geniuses. Wow. And so I'm laughing, Kyle's laughing. We don't know. Yeah. He runs up on stage, he kicks his face off the chair, and she she's she's yelling at him, she's yelling at her, secure, you know, whatever, yeah. you know, 
it wasn't even security. Like someone, the bar back yeah. drags her off stage and says, don't come back. And it was that thing. And he's just distraught because yeah. he just feels like this woman's never going to leave him alone. And of course I'm like, so like, is that your ex-girlfriend? And he wants to kill me. <laughs> but I'm like, of course. you know, like, but it was, it, it, that, yeah. that was an example of the kind of thing you could see at any given moment. Yeah. You know, like it, 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 sometimes it was no one there. Sometimes a full house. Yeah. Uh, we would yell at people. Yeah. Not, it wasn't like you suck or anything like that ever. And not, never disruptive. Kyle Kinane, I will say this on record, was the was the a genius of knowing when to yell something and what to yell. Oh. I'll give you two examples. Once a guy got on stage and uh and uh, and uh he this guy this guy was like, look, he he makes some assertion about like mm-hmm. negative about women, just something really yeah. lazy, where he's like something about just like, you know. You know, women blah, 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 and and uh, and Kyle goes fuck off, and it and it was so quiet that you just heard this fuck off, and he's like, hey, listen, and you sure fuck you, and it, <laughs> and the funny thing about it was it was it wasn't yelled, it was just yeah. it was in the when <laughs> when people are listening to a comic, you can say anything fuck you, <laughs> and, but the best of all time was a dude who we've all heard it a million times from a straight comedian. Yeah. And boy, does it never get old. The old, how could you look at a man's butthole and be attracted to that? Yeah. I mean, what? Folks. So this chotch gets on stage and opens with something like that. I don't understand. I, I don't know if he's used the F word, but he really might have. Oh, he probably this did, was, yeah. This was probably like, this was probably like 99, you know, yeah. 2000. And it was just like, you know, or you know, I, how could you look at a at a man's asshole, then think that blah blah blah, and he thinks people are going to be like woo or whatever, and in the silence, Kyle just and I remember Kyle and I were getting we're, we just walked in with we just turned from the bar with fresh drinks, yeah. and Kyle leans back on like a stool and just yells best comedian ever, <laughs> and it killed so hard, <laughs> and this dude thinks they're cheering for him for at least two seconds, yeah. and then it hit him, and you saw his heart shatter on stage, <laughs> you saw, he saw his face fall, and he was like, oh, oh, fuck you, man, you know, like, it was, but it was like this, yeah. I never yelled anything at people, but he knew when. The, I love sort of like the early days of us doing comedy, because I think we had to endure some wild ass shit, and <laughs> yeah. And like, I'm sure like me, sometimes you miss it. Yeah. Where, you know, you, I, miss, you miss the sad broke days. It's yeah. weird. You, you well, know? I think you, you miss the camaraderie because they're like with success yeah. comes a lot more responsibility and then you're all, you all have to be by yourselves and go into places alone. It used to be just a fucking slumber party all the time. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. But you know what? My liver is happy now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. The difference, my Lord. <laughs> Okay, it's time to read a couple of the juicy submissions we get from our listeners. It is mailbag time. So I have these uh, listener submissions. I'm going to read them off. And uh, so there's a ratings uh, that we give them. Dry, moist, or fully juiced. Dry, you know, boring as fuck. Uh, Mediocre. Why did you even send this in to me to read? Uh, (laughs) And fully juiced, being salacious, wonderful, and moist just... Somewhere in the middle. Um, right. Sure. Right, so I'll give you, uh, here's the first submission. It's pretty short. Okay. Uh, in high school, there was a rumor about a girl who had anal sex with someone and got poop on the couch they were on. They couldn't get it clean, so she blamed it on the family dog. Her parents put the dog down because of the incident. Not sure who's the worst person here. 
<laughs> wow. Whoa. Wow. Wow. I, I don't know if you remember V.C. Andrews novels mm-hmm. when you were a kid, Flowers in the Attic, that kind of thing. Yeah. I remember you couldn't tell if they were sad as fuck or scary as fuck. Sometimes and it's both. <laughs> yeah, this feels like that, where I'm just yeah. like, I feel like both of us had to kind of take a seat and yeah. go, oh, no. Like, like once I got to the dog, dog part, I was like, no. Oh, you framed but also, the dog. Like, but it is a rumor, which is also like, because yes. like, I can't, what kind of, what kind of poop is unwashable? Yeah. Seriously. Like what is what is in your diet as a teenager? Did, was it a white linen couch? Even like what then, sort of, that's still like thrown. Yeah. Like, have you not heard of bleach? Right. <laughs> yeah. like, like it's, There's a solution. OxyClean. Yeah. yeah, it's. You know what? Also, I don't know the dog. The dog could have been a bitch. <laughs> that's a solid point. Could have been, been a, a really dog. fucking. Mean dog. Very I'm kidding. Old. No one shouldn't murder their dog because it's a mean. <laughs> put it, maybe it's one of those situations where the dog is very old and just needs to yes. put, be put down because its life is pain. Yeah, so. I've seen I've seen dogs being kept alive longer than they need to, and I yep. I've ever, yep. it's a very especially in the Pacific Northwest. There's a lot of uh, like you're gonna wait till the very bitter end for this dog to. <laughs> uh huh. Yes. You know exactly. what? Uh, send us some more details in. Uh, we uh, we want to we want to know a little more <laughs> before we can judge it fully. <laughs> We're gonna cleanse the palate. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> we're not. We don't even rate it. We don't even rate it. It's a yeah. It's a, I don't know sad, where to put that one. Like I don't even. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're moving on. I don't know what <laughs> we'll move on. All right. So my cousin, let's call her Anya, married her boyfriend, let's call him Dean, when I was about six years old. They had two awesome kids, but Dean always treated all three of them like shit. He was verbally abusive and a serial cheater. Eventually, he got one of the girls he was cheating with, we'll call her Sarah, pregnant with twins. Sarah was also already married with kids. Uh, Dean left my cousin, Anya, for Sarah. Uh, Then Anya ended up dating Sarah's ex-husband. I'm saying Sarah instead of Sarah, and I just I don't know why. I don't know why I decided I like, to go that. I, I, you know I have what? no problem. I have no problem with the code switch. That's fine. Uh, uh, now they're each married to each other's exes and share six kids between them. Uh, my cousin Anya is doing great with her man and both of their kids. Uh, Dean is still a piece of shit. And now that both of their kids are 18, they made the decision to no longer see him. I personally haven't seen Dean in almost 10 years at this point since he's no longer welcome at family events. <laughs> wow. This is a parent trap scenario. Yeah, it is. And it's like the last one. It's yeah. very unfortunate. But she ended up with a better man at the end of it, which is yes, honestly. that is good. That's very good. However, Sarah, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> Sarah? Poor, 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 poor Sarah. <laughs> like, ah, she's stuck with that guy. I know. What a oh, weird. Oh, man. This is a moist story because. Moist. Uh, That's what I was going to say, too. It's like, yeah. I, it's not dry. It's No, no, it's, no. Frankly, incredible. <laughs> it's a fantastic tale. Yeah, uh, it is. and also what a weird. So yeah, uh, my uh, ex left me for your ex, and uh, what are you up to? <laughs> <laughs> How are all of our kids? I that's that's a very weird family reunion kind of situation. Be like, oh um, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. God, that's so odd. End of the day, I uh, hope nothing but terrible things happen to Dean. Uh, yes, well, of course. Yeah, you know what? I'm glad he's no longer allowed at the family functions. <laughs> Right now, I've never been like more grateful in my life yeah. where I'm just like, you know, I, not that I'm, I'm necessarily worried, but I'm just like, boy, I don't want to fuck this up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that thought ever creased Dean's brow, if it ever came near his thoughts. 
you know. It surprises me how like like when like like just those guys out there in the world are like, yeah, fuck everybody except for me. <laughs> like, how yeah. do you live every day like that? Yeah, how don't do you, you want any empathy at all? Doesn't it feel what? like calming to care about somebody else's feelings for just a second? <laughs> yeah, like you're you're literally a, a, an infant yeah. in terms of how you look at life. Hands like, down. Why why would I not grab this thing that yeah, is it's, not it's mine? Like, or, and it's like, it's like, even then, even if you want to cheat, like just like open the lines of communication. You can be polyamorous. You can be free of these rules of monogamy and not hurt somebody who's feeling who is. But it's like, you know what? Men suck. Uh, right, man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, I can't listen. Someone's like, men, do men suck? I can't say Look, no. I'm not going to those. It's like, hey, you know, I'm a men's rights guy. And I think we've taken it off. <laughs> Let's have Dean as a guest. Let's oh try to God. change him. Let's have an all men's man hating group. <laughs> yeah. You think you'd want women in this place? No. <laughs> Trust me, ladies, you don't want to be here. <laughs> you don't want to see how angry we get. It's really terrible. <laughs> really terrible. And that's the mailbag. Thank you all again for sending in your email. Okay, Matt, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with the juice line. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... I got the charcoal mess. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? Uh, hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Welcome back to The Juice. I'm here with hilarious Matt Bronger. All right, Matt, now's the time in our show when we get to the phone, uh, we call it The Juice Line, and I'm hearing from our board operator that today's caller is Greg. Let's patch him in. Please hold. Thank you. Hi, Greg. Hello. Hey, Greg. How are you? Good, good. Big fans of you both. Oh, thank oh, you. Thank you, Greg. We're, we're West, we've got the West Coast representing here because I'm yes, <laughs> the best we can. Yes. Um, but yeah, you have, you have some gossip for us and please. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I had a lot of weird options to go through and I was curious oh. if I were to tell you about how my brother was told that he was the second coming of Christ by my mother. Oh, wow. Or, you know, I thought that might be a, a little too far in one direction. So I thought, well, <laughs> maybe I go with one of, one of the three times I went to prom. And so, oh, wow. yeah. And I was not a popular child. So the fact that I went to prom three times is still a confusing fact to me. But I thought I'd tell you about the first time. So, okay. 
Uh, it was my junior prom, but a little bit of a background behind this. Uh, my mother's roommate in college, mm-hmm. we'll just call her Jay. Uh, okay. They stayed in touch after college, and they were all the time. Jay would come up and visit. We lived in Northern California. Jay was in yeah. Southern California, and she would come up and regale my mother with like tales of Southern California life. And she lived in like the Long Beach area and had a hot rod and was <laughs> oh. just lived the Southern California life that my small town Northern California yeah. self was like. Ooh, that's glamour. Yeah. And so, wow. and I had an older brother, four years older than me. And as we grew up, Jay would come by and see us as little kids and would always joke, oh, these boys are so cute. If they ever get to the point where they go to prom and they don't have a date, I'll go with them. Uh. And this was like, <laughs> okay, that's funny. Ha ha. Like, yeah. Jay's like an aunt, but Jay is also very aesthetically pre- pl- pretty and did modeling. Yeah. And, and oh. okay, like this is a person who has modeled with Fabio before. Okay, she may be in the 90s. Like this is yeah. no joke. So Amazing. The height of beauty. Yes. Fabio. <laughs> <laughs> the aesthetic there. 90s beauty. Yes. yes. <laughs> and so as it gets into the time my older brother gets to the point where he can go to prom, he has a girlfriend, the subject never comes up, time passes. It gets to me getting closer to prom. No one said anything, but Jeannie continues, or Jay make, continues to make the joke. Yeah. And uh, I say, I'm going to call her bluff. <laughs> so I decide like, hey, Jay, will you go with me to prom for my junior year? She goes, oh, absolutely, I'll go. That sounds great. So at the time, I was probably about five foot, maybe 100 yeah. pounds. I looked like a cross between McLovin and Harry Potter. <laughs> like I had the huge, gigantic yeah. glasses. To, to, never had had a date at all. Jay was probably 5'8 with blonde hair past her ass. And had a black lifted suburban. Oh, fantastic! Like wow, with the full like foot oh, yes. stirrup that you had to climb up into. And <laughs> Get it out, yeah. With, with like out. how small I was already at the time, that was like the equivalent of climbing a ladder to get into a vehicle. <laughs> and so our prom was at an Elks Lodge, and we went there. Ooh. And the thing is, is I had no real friends at the time. I wasn't popular, and so when we showed up. There wasn't a friend group to go hang out with. (laughs) You just had to hang out with Jay. (laughs) So Jay and I just danced our asses off the entire night. And no one ever approached us. No friends (laughs) came up. No one ever asked why we were there. Yeah. And so it was just daggers from all of the girls at Jay because she was clearly this glamorous woman who was having a time of her life with this definite minor yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. and me being like the equivalent of a, an 80s movie come to life of like take the pretty lady to the yeah. school dance who you're completely comfortable with this is the scene from weird science yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah 100% oh my god and the thing that's great about it is that no one ever said anything ever again about it so <laughs> There is an infinite possibility of what gossip could be out there (laughs) as to what the thought is of what this story was. Because I just went right back around and went to prom the next year with someone my own age and like just carried on with my life. Wow. (laughs) I love that. I I, I love that this story is uh, there. It's gossip potential we don't yeah. know. That's yes. amazing. I, That's amazing. Like I, 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 there's like 900 stories I could have easily made up if I was in that situation where it's like, yeah. did he hire a prostitute? Yeah, I had the same thought. <laughs> like, Not my like first that's the thought. first one in your head. You're like, how did his parents just do that for him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my partner, when I was telling yeah. her the story, was like, like, that's just so uncomfortable. And like, that, that's clearly like, that, 
the fact that you guys was there a sexual tension? I'm like, no, this was like no. an ant. And the fact that no one ever got to ask. That's, oh, there's just a lovely weird postscript yeah. to the story because of Jay. So one of my mother's most prized possessions that she has mm-hmm. was got through Jay. So when Jay was yeah. living this glamorous Southern California life, she was dating one of Michael Jackson's plastic surgeons. Oh. And ended up having a chance to go on the dangerous tour went with Michael. Ah. And my mom said, oh my God, Jay, if you're going on this tour with Michael, you have to get this family like item we have signed. Oh. And so she gave Jay these photos of my brother and I from when I were, I think five and nine respectively and in Halloween costumes. And I was mm-hmm. Yoda and they were the old plastic mask that just covers your whole face. So you can, I just look like a, a, a Halloween store prop. <laughs> Sure. My brother is quintessential 1980s Michael Jackson with oh, yes. blackface. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> full, full shoe polish, black jerry no. curl, wig, white boy, multiple photos, multiple photos. That multiple my mo- photos. Yes. Michael Jackson has to sign them. That my mother gives <laughs> to Jay, a white woman, who takes to Michael Jackson, who does sign them. What? <laughs> And gets, wow. gets them back to our family. Now, the weirdest part about that this is, is, I don't think my family has ever acknowledged that that is racist or fucked up or blackface. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, yeah. It, I married a woman of color years ago, and I told her the story, and I didn't have the blackface part in it. I just said, oh, I got this story, <laughs> pick, these like pictures signed. And she said, was he wearing blackface? And I said, oh, my God, he was. And she said, your, <laughs> your mom gave Michael Jackson pictures of a white boy in blackface and said, please sign these. That's Which is amazing. also like, he didn't even have to do that. It's Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure that those are in my mom's will. I don't. That is wild. I'm gonna, it's going to be scary to decide which of the two of us my mom thinks deserves those photos. Oh, well, I think it's going to be the second coming of Christ is going to get those incriminating evidence is what he's going <laughs> to. Yeah, yeah. It will be and the proof. And I'm just imagining Michael Jackson with, he's got a thousand people asking him to, for something at every given second. He probably was just like, it is literally not worth the hassle to point. It's like, any, this is the I will fourth just sign. I do, yeah. Fourth blackface photo I've signed of, of a white kid. I just can't do this. It's 1989. And <laughs> I just don't care. What a wild, wild time. You know what? The past was weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The nineties, you know, the nineties the were weird. Definitely don't recommend them sometimes, but uh, nope. they were a good time, though. They were. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had a blast in the 90s. Oh, I had a, such a good time. I was so f- jacked up on sugar, left and right. <laughs> I was knocked up on squeeze-its and uh, fruit by the foot. It yeah, was, yeah, I was helping the stock price of Dr. Pepper. And, that was like, just mm-hmm. me and Mountain Dew thinking it's uh, water to me. Uh, yeah. Wow, that's, uh, those are some insane fucking stories. But also, yeah, that's great, congratulations dude. on taking a hot person to your first prom. That's always a... I, I, I love the platonic... Uh, fuck the bullshitness of it. It's yeah. so good. Well, at the, a weird thing at the time is like in junior high, I used to dance on stage at country Western festivals with my mother. So the <laughs> idea, of, what is your life? <laughs> <laughs> so the idea of dancing in public with someone who wasn't family seemed like a vast upgrade. Oh yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. And like what Solomon mentioned that, you know, weird science. It's actually, like a tenant of yeah. almost every 80s yeah. movie that features a prom. There's like a little nerdy guy yep. who no one talks and he just shows up. It's just, it could just be a sight gag and you don't even know who that character is. Mm-hmm. And he gets out of a big truck and just an enormous, beautiful blonde is on his arm and everyone's yeah. like, 
what? And then you never see them again. <laughs> yep. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, how did that happen? They're in credit as nerdy guy with prostitute. <laughs> yeah. So it's, like, it's like that scene in Better Off Dead where that kid has that, his little brother has that book of like how to meet loose women. And then he like, hey man, opens the door and the kid is surrounded by hookers. It's like, <laughs> there's an ungodly amount of women in this kid's room. It's like 30 women. And he's like, ah, <laughs> yes, all right. And John Cusack like shuts the door. It's just, <laughs> and it's just a second. It's yep. just a second right there. And, yeah. and I left. I, I went immediately into a job after high school that was worked graveyard and worked there five years. And then as soon as that was done, I left the state. So like I didn't stick around. Good. To see yeah. any of these people. So like a lot of those people who are still in my hometown, they have no fucking idea what yeah. that was or where it went or what it led me to and do. I hope they never find out. <laughs> nope. I hope, I hope they w- still live in mystery for the rest of their lives. Yeah. One of them. I hope one of them <laughs> listens to this and goes, wait, was that fucking Waldo? Oh. <laughs> I used to dress as Waldo as a kid also in yeah. high school. Greg, every detail you give me is better than the last. I- yeah. <laughs> That makes me happy. <laughs> there's a guy. There, there's a guy in his rec room with a uh, a half drank can of craft beer. Who just put his head back on his armchair and went, "Oh, wow!" He's he's got a happy life. He's released his his past. He yep. always wondered, but he was just like something. You know, he got that last puzzle piece he needed. Oh, thank you, that Greg. That was such a fucking great story. That I was dope, you calling oh, in. Thank I'm, you. Well, no problem. I'm a fan of both of you. Thank you so much for everything. Oh. What a story. That was incredible. Yeah, I was just a nerdy kid with no like redeeming qualities in high school. I didn't. I didn't do anything cool. I was just definitely the person. I don't know if you remember the album uh, Class Clown by uh, George Carlin, Mm -hmm. but he has like a a line in it where he was just like, it was like, hey guys, didn't make the team, but <laughs> and, and they're like, hey, this guy's crazy, man. And like, uh, you, you want to go to a party? And it's like, yeah, but got the last girl, but he went to all the parties. And it's like, yes, you know, I was never like, uh, you know, a, a big like, oh, I'm, I'm this cool dude. People, but it's like, yeah. I, re- I remember I was able to make people laugh. So I kind of had that going for yeah, me. And I would see. do, you know, I would do plays and stuff like that. I respect but that. Like, I didn't even do that. I didn't no. make people laugh. I still, I'm still not on board of me making people laugh now. Uh. <laughs> well, the, the problem is you look out at this at the audience and you see them as being beneath you. So yeah, I and mean, that's it's like really why it, why are they laughing? It go right after I tell every joke, I'll be like, "What the fuck are you all doing? Come on, <laughs> stop it!" Yeah, I mean, it'd be great. If you, I love your I love your bit about how drag is drag is a sport. It's, oh God! It, by yes. the way, perfect, but. I, I wish when you you said that it was at, it was at that massive LGBTQ yeah. show uh, <laughs> that was at the at the Greek right yes. and if you're just like people are laughing you're like oh you never thought of that shut up shut you know, up like you're just like, like stop just go. this is just <laughs> let me go with my perfect observation don't interrupt me I'm trying Please. to finish <laughs> <laughs> stop laughing you pigs yeah but you have, you you have a new special coming out right I do uh, yes. It's, it's uh, October 4th on Moment. Uh, it's going to be up for just a couple weeks. It's basically, I'm making it an event because I have Perfect. a big reveal at the end uh, that uh, I did on the road for close to a year and people would film it and I would ask them to take it down. <sighs> I, I would have to put out fires after every uh, yeah. uh, show. It's named after Doug. It's named after a terrible man I met on vacation once with my wife. 
And because I believe us as men, we need good role models, but we also need a couple really bad ones to go. Yeah. I can never, I can never be you, man. Never be you. Yeah. Uh, and it just, I call him dad, but that's. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny you call him dad because his name was Doug and every other Doug I've met has been fantastic. So it was yeah. like, it was odd yeah, to me. It's, to, a, it's a good person. It's a good guy. Name. It's a fun, it's a fun it's dude. A, there's a cartoon about a good kid. Yeah. They're it's fun. Uh, you know, uh, Doug, Doug Benson, Doug Stanhope, these yeah. are these are sweet dudes. But yeah, so it's one of those things I'm trying now because it is self-made and all that jazz. So you know, I want I want people to treat it as a as an event, but more than that, a vacation. Yes. Like it's just an hour of crazy ass stories, uh me where I'm at in my life. And you know, hopefully people check it out. Yeah. So you can go to moment.co slash Matt Bronger and you know awesome. click on the yes. link and there you go. Please yeah. do. It's important and integral because I think you are personally, I feel like every special I've seen you have has been one of my favorites. And I think to this very day, probably the hardest I ever laughed uh, was the first time I saw you perform at uh, Bumbershoot. And I think it was at the time you were doing your uh, Taco Bell joke. Oh. And <laughs> I, to the point of hard tears. It was Thank truly, you, I was like, it's very, I remember like, I do this very few times and you were one of the few people that ever got me to the point of laughing to the point where I can barely breathe. And oh, wow. So it's, that's always, so I'm always excited whenever you perform, so. I'm so honored because you're one of the funniest guys I've ever met. And I'm telling you, I don't want that at all. If that, you can just stop telling I, people that. I'm telling you, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> But thank you so much for coming on. That is our Dude. show, and I always awesome. appreciate you. You too, Solomon. Thank you so much, buddy. Thanks again to the incredibly talented Matt Bronger for joining me on today's episode. Matt is on tour now, so go to mattbronger.com for current tour dates and tickets. Also, don't forget to check out his special, uh, and be sure to check out Matt's podcast, This Might Help, with Matt Bronger from the Laugh Button. As always, if you want to tell your story on The Juice, send them in by visiting teamcoco.com slash heyjuice. Please remember to rate and review in the Apple Podcast. Give us all those stars. And thank you so much for listening. And as always, have a juicy day. This has been a Team Coco production. Go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispy from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispy, only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.